Cam and Renee's Real Estate Show. Sounds like Canberra. Sounds like Mix on a 6.3. JW Land. Introducing homes of uncompromising quality across premium locations. Hi there, it's Cam and Renee here. Each week on Mix 106.3, we present the Mix 106.3 Real Estate Show. We speak with industry experts, leaders in Canberra property, national analysts and a range of other property specialists. So let's take a listen to some of the things we looked at in last Saturday's show. Well, can we're going to make a bit of a shift, just a bit of a shift <laughs> yes, now from yes. Harry Styles to retirement oh, living. I don't know. I reckon there would have been plenty of, you know, um, grandmas and grandpas who would have taken grandkids up there. Probably. What a night out. Getting up on their feet and dancing <laughs> along, no doubt. Um, the reason we're going to talk about that is the Seniors Expo cam um, is coming up. It's being presented on Wednesday, the yeah. 15th of March. So good. Absolutely. And uh, Jenny Mobbs is the CEO of the Council of the Ageing and joins us now. Good morning, Jenny. Morning. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Uh, now, look, tell us, um, what are the retirement living options that you will have on display at this expo? Um, we'll have the widest range you know, um, from the um, traditional retirement villages um, to the most um, modern ones that have been putting into Canberra at the moment. Quite a different uh, living style where the community is invited to join with the retirement um, community. Um, one of the villages, the newest one down at Greenway Views, is, uh, has about 100 community people in for Rotary, Probus, RSL meetings. Um, there's a choir form down there. Um, so there's a whole range of choices um, and they'll be presented at the Expo on Wednesday. Yeah, pretty sure that's the LDK one that uh, we know about and speak about on air. And, and, and Jenny, you are right. These places are so different from what they used to be and it's very much about community style living and you know having an input into that mini community isn't it oh absolutely you know you, you know if you're looking around you might as well pick the one that's got the pool and the community room and everything else you know the bus that can get you out and about across Canberra um, there's a whole range you really do have to look around and make sure that you get the lifestyle that's going to suit you. And why is it important for families to be having this discussion and to be exploring these options? Because I I know my family and many others have find themselves in a situation with with grandparents and elderly people in the family um, who who need care or need to change their living circumstances, Jenny. Well, I think there's there's a couple of choices there. Um, There's a retirement village lifestyle, which is um, like a mini home or, you know, you downsize from your your larger house but then you need to make sure that you know if you've got any health issues that you've actually got a choice of nursing home on top of that so the aged care facility um retirement aged care facility is attached or you know you've got a choice of of those two so there's two different things one's a retirement village which has got a different lifestyle and then you've got that kind of health and medical um attachment uh should you need it down the track and so jenny when you're talking to people about retirement living what's the most exciting part of some of the new trends that have been developing? Oh, I think it's just, you know, that there's a huge choice these days. Um, you know, if you look back 10 years ago, uh, the retirement villages were pretty much the same all around Australia, really. Um, but now um, it's a, quite a competitive market. You know, one of the retirement villages here has an eight-year waiting list. Whoa. So that tells you that, yeah, I mean, lifestyle is really important and, and people are fussy. And so they should be. Yeah. Um, you, you shouldn't have to give up. 
anything if you leave your and sell your own family home to go into a retirement village. You need to make sure that um, you're going to spend the last years of your life like I am <laughs> having a really good <laughs> having a really good time. Yeah, so good. And and, and, just don't, having... and Jenny, can I say you sound like you're having a good time yeah, as well? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why not? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know, life is life is here to be lived, so you always will make the most of it. Nice. Yep, that's it. Love that. All right, Jenny. Well, thank you so much um, for sharing that with us this morning and talking about the expo that's coming up on the 15th. Thanks so much. That's a good, good, good to talk to you. Wonderful. Okay, wonderful. Thank you. Uh, Jenny Mobbs, CEO, Council of the Ageing, uh, the Seniors Expo, uh, coming up on the 15th of March. Okay. We have a new four-part series that we started last week about sustainable living. Yep. And uh, last week we spoke to Brady Law from Blackline, um, who spoke about the design element of sustainable living. Mm. And uh, today we're going to explore um, building and what happens on the job site. Yeah, absolutely. And look, we have spoken about um, sustainable living for many times in yep. the seven years of our real estate show, but yep. uh, we've decided to just dig down a little bit deeper on this uh, and knowing that there has been so many changes on the actual building site we thought we'd speak to a builder yep. and uh, and find out general attitudes and what are some of the new innovations so it's here we're going to say good morning to Luke Dickinson uh, owner of Bespoke Building Services he joins us now good morning Luke good morning morning guys thanks for having me on yeah pleasure uh, now Luke what's the the wider attitude when it comes to sustainable construction in the building industry uh, it's hard to speak for the whole industry, but I, I think that uh, like um, builders are trying to you know do their best and um, and you know improve things and move things in the right direction as far as sustainability is concerned. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean I think construction is a slow um, slow thing to change sometimes. Um, there's a lot of um, sort of ingrained um, you know, practices, and but certainly I think the the industry is really trying to to move um, towards. Yeah, improving sustainability for sure. Yeah, and so we speak to Michael Hopkins, uh, CEO of the NBA. We know the boys, Will and Dean, over at 360 Degree Building Services, they're very much into sustainable practices as well. There's yourself. So so this certainly is getting wider in the building fraternity, isn't it, as far as the actual builders are concerned? Yes, I believe so. I think it's, a, you know, really probably very the fastest growing sort of part of um, residential construction is, is this sort of, there's a big demand. I guess it's driven by the customer yep. initially and, and partly by architects. So I think overall do a very good job of, of trying to think ahead a few years and try and make sure that what they're designing is, is going to, you know, be, still be outstanding in the future. Yeah, for sure. And uh, can you give us an example of kind of like how it used to be and how it's being done now? Uh, look, it's hard for me to say too much because I've only been um, a builder for sort of 12 years or so. Um, so, I mean, you, you have seen a fair bit of change and um, it, it's sort of, I think things are being done better now. Some of the, um, it, generally things that only change widespread when they, as the standards are sort of um, improved and, and things are having to be done. But certainly there's a lot more work done to seal up buildings um, by pretty much everyone now because and partly because that's been mandated and partly because the customer is, is, is wanting um, a better um, a better sealed house that's sort of not going to be drafty and it's going to hold energy and be a, be a much more comfortable house. So and you're exactly you're talking about insulation there. So you're talking about you know yeah. wall infill and and definitely in the roof insulation and really in how it's done as well. It's not just the insulation like but it's not just on paper. It's got to be delivered on site correctly. So it's just attention to detail 
with um, you know sealing some of the wraps that we use in the buildings um, internally and externally to um, to reduce the amount of um, draft that comes through the house sure. is a very important way to you know make a house more comfortable. Yep. Yeah, definitely. And uh, Luke, what's one of your sustainable practices that you've sort of introduced or employed and, and you're proud of? Um, we're just really proud of our attention to detail with that sort of wrapping that I'm talking about. So we'd use a vapor permeable wrapping. I mean, this is all basically mandated now, so but we have been doing it for since we started, really. So, um, so just just having attention to detail, having guys on site that we who are our employees who are then you know taking really good care to make sure that um, the products are applied correctly to the house and um so that they and then we see that in the final product and this in, this involves sealing around windows sealing around a lot of opening some of the plumbing services and electrical services so that the finished product is um and using quality fans and um things that have backdraft on them it's nothing t- too technical but it's just a little bit of extra work that it sort of pays off quite a lot. Yeah, nice. Yeah, right. absolutely. Right. Well, absolutely love that we're, that you're doing this, mate. We know you're uh, speaking to us under duress. We've got the magpies in the background. I know you've got three youngsters nipping at the ankles right now. So, mate, you battled through that beautifully. Well done. Hey, thanks for having me on. If you don't mind, I'm just I'm going to spruik my house um, quickly. I've got a very beautiful, sustainable house for sale in uh, Brownville Street, Coombs. If anyone wants to come and have a look at it uh, this weekend or next weekend. Okay, you're there now. Is that where you are? <laughs> yeah, just in the park in Coombs. Beautiful Coombs. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, okay, nice. that's great. Give us the address again. Three Brownville Street, Coombs. Okay. Okay, people should definitely come and check it out. Luke, thank you yeah. so much for your time. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Okay. Cheers. Uh, Luke Dickerson, owner of Bespoke uh, Building Services there. We're going to come back next week with another um, chat about sustainable living. Absolutely. We will be doing that. Now, something we we just want to clear up and and chat with you about, because Mm. there's a Name the Crane competition that we're going to chat to you this morning about, Will. Uh, But this is different and completely separate to um, the competition that we heard about through the week at the War Memorial Camp. So at the Real Estate Institute of the Year, Awards. Um, the Property Collective did not take the timing of uh, a marketing event award out, did you? And, and this is how this is this is how this played out for me through the week. So I heard Kristen and I. I think it might have been on Thursday talking uh-huh. about a, a name the crane competition. And so Hannah Gill from the Property Collective spoke to me about this a couple of weeks ago, saying we've got this awesome, cool thing that we're doing. Um, it's not going to be for a couple of weeks, and let's go on the show on March 11 to talk about it. No dramas, Hannah. Perfect. So I heard Nige and Kristen speak about it. Then I saw the Mix Facebook page and they did this big thing, but it's a different location. (laughs) Different crane. The name the crane that they've all been talking about is at the War Memorial, but Will, what are you guys doing? So we're naming the crane in a development that we're selling called Sierra in Gungarland. So it is a completely separate crane um, in a completely separate competition. Well, it's good for the creative people of Canberra out there who've got lots of names in their bank because they can just throw them left, right and centre. But look, um, Will, how do people get involved in, in the competition you're talking about and what are some of the names? Have there already been some thrown in the mix? Yeah, there's been a couple that have been thrown in the mix so far. Um, but simply people can uh, go to the Sierra Gungahlin website to enter uh, their name. So that's going to be stage one. So their name nomination for the crane. Stage two will shortlist uh, the best names and then the public can vote on the best name and the winner will win $1,000 uh, a loaded membership card to the um, East Lake Football Club in Gungahlin. 
So good. Yep. Can you give us a couple of examples of the names already or are we not allowed to know uh, that yet? Yeah, so Blaine the Crane. There's okay. Mike. There's Craney McCrane, of course. Yes, yep. um, standard. Jane the Crane. Oh, I like that. And Cranky. Oh, Cranky Crane. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Jane the Crane. Shout so out to the Cranky Crane drivers as well up there. Yeah. Although I reckon that would be one of the best jobs. You would sit up there. I only have to deal with people on a two-way radio. Best view in Canberra, no yep. doubt. Here's what you want to do, Will. This is, okay, so we'll brainstorm this and take it to the next level. Once the other lot over at the War Memorial have their named crane, you should put them both up against each other and put it out to camera and see which of the two cranes has the best name and then get together and offer a prize. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> We're just workshopping live together this morning. That's what's good yeah. about radio. Um, yeah, Will, tell us a bit about the actual building. Yeah, so uh, it's located in the heart of the Gungahlin Town Centre on Escapiti Street. Uh, there's 150 dwellings. Uh, we have one bedroom, one plus study, two and three bedroom apartments. Uh, we've sold over 85% of the project, but there's still some really good options remaining for sale. Uh, prices start from 389900 um, it's under construction, obviously, and it, uh, the build um, program is on target. So we're expected to see completion early 2024. Uh, and at the moment, buyers can actually exchange on $1,000 and then have the balance uh, payable in early 2024 as well. Nice. Okay, wonderful. People definitely need to get online, put their submission in for <laughs> Name the Crane, Mike. And I love that one of them is just Mike. <laughs> Succinct, love it. Uh, we'll... The winner will also get bragging rights, but they'll also have the flag name, so the, sorry, the name of the crane on a flag on the actual crane itself. Oh, oh perfect. So yeah. Everyone will be able to oh, see yeah, it. Yeah, the other lot, they don't have that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness me. All right, Will. Well, thank you so much uh, for sharing those details with us this morning. You have a great weekend. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Uh, Will Honey, Director of Sales and Projects at the Property Collective. Uh, name the crane. This is for the Sierra Apartments in Gungarland. Well, those are the interviews we most enjoyed in last week's Mix 106.3 Real Estate Show. If you love hearing about the latest trends or you're just up for a sticky beak, be sure to drop by for a listen this Saturday between 9 and 10. Cam and Renee's Real Estate Show. Sounds like Canberra. Sounds like Mix 106.3.